Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on this lovely day. I hope you guys are all holding up and not going stir crazy in your in your neck of the woods. Um, Bree, how are you doing? Uh, we we are doing. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll just leave it at that. It's Monday, you know. It's yeah. Monday, and we're all homeschooling now, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I know everybody's kind of a little frazzled right now, so I thought we'd do this bonus episode and keep it really short and to the point, Um, because in episode six, we talked about ways to stay healthy during this crazy time, but today I thought we could dig in a little bit and expand on ways that we can actually boost our immunity, Um, and these are some things that we both use on the regular So I I don't want people to think that, oh, well, I'll just implement one or two of these things, you know, every now and again, and and their health is going to suddenly just improve and be perfect. That's, that's not how it works, right? It's a cumulative effect. And the longer that you use these things and incorporate them into your diet and your daily routine, the, the more benefits you'll see over time. Um, and before we really get into this, you know, we are not doctors, so we would definitely recommend that you educate yourself on these, uh, things that we're going to go over and see what is best for you and your family. And maybe there's some areas that you're lacking that your spouse isn't. So make sure that you tailor these things to your specific needs. Um, one thing that we do know is that this virus isn't going away tomorrow and there's talks of it likely, um, spiking again later on in the fall. So now is the perfect time to start incorporating these into your diet or your regimen. And some of the most popular immune, I cannot say that word (laughs) at all. Does anybody else struggle with that? Immune boosters. I can never say that word. It's usually me struggling with the words. Oh my gosh, man. I am on the struggle bus with that one. Let me try it again. So one of the most popular immune boosters we both use is elderberry. And we either take the syrup or we do the gummies. And I know that you get it from somebody local and so do I. And then in a pinch, I'll even get it from HEB. I just make sure I get a really um, clean sourced option. Um, And I know that you also make your own from time to time, Mel. And you are admittedly more versed in all things elderberries than I am. So I'm going to let you take this one away. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I have made my own... um, in the past, but I prefer to buy local just because it's easier. Like I don't, you know, I'm a mom of three littles. I don't always have time to make my own. And the local farmer that we get him get our syrup from, I trust, they grow everything. They grow their own elderberries. They even make their own honey and that goes in the syrup. So it's, it's just perfect. Um, to, yeah. But uh, so for those of you that don't know, elderberries that so they're like dark purple little fruits um almost like a smaller version of a blueberry and they grow off of shrubs elderberry shrubs um they're extremely rich in antioxidants um and they've been said to you know treat the common cold flu um 
constipation, uh, hay fever, uh, sinus infections. So it's, I mean, it's got a lot of um, medicinal properties to it. Uh, I was reading not too long ago, there was a study done in 2019 on elderberries uh, for both cold and flu. It suggested that the elderberry fruit reduced upper airway symptoms. Um, so, you know, people with respiratory issues, which right now with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and it is a respiratory, um, it affects the respiratory system, you know, elderberry, I'm not saying that elderberry is going to cure you if you get the coronavirus, but why not increase your chances of survival by implementing this? Um, for me and my, um, kids we take it pretty much every day just once a day and then if any of us get sick uh knock on wood uh we take it a couple times a day but really just taking it that once a day and i i do it mostly in the like the winter fall months during the summer and spring we take it on occasion um and i mean i i can't even tell you guys the last time i've been sick it's been a very, very long time. My daughter got sick recently, but I had stopped giving it to her for a little while there. Um, just because I would give it to the boys when they first woke up and she likes to sleep in. So by the time we got ready to go, you know, it was, um, yeah, long forgotten. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and she's not the best medicine taker. She loves to take her elderberry syrup though. I, I call it medicine. Um, but she loves to take that, but she's not big on, like, if she's not feeling well, she doesn't want to take it. Um, of or if she's tired or whatnot. But anyways, so, you know, elderberries, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but so elderberries are great in syrup, um, but you cannot eat them raw. You, they are very um, poisonous to the human body if you eat them raw. Now, when I say poisonous, I'm not talking like necessarily death, but they will give you diarrhea, nausea, um, you know, that, that kind of poisonous. So right. it's really important that if you decide to make elderberry syrup, that you do not eat the raw elderberries, that you make sure they're cooked. Once they're cooked, they're fine. Right. But it's really important that you cook those beforehand. Um, but yeah, I mean, elderberries are, again, they're loaded with antioxidants. So, so yeah, good. Can, for- I, can I interrupt you for a second? Sure. Um, I, I feel like you and I are pretty well versed in antioxidants, but some of our listeners may not be. Could you quickly explain the benefits of antioxidants? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we're going to go back to science class. <laughs> um, I know, right? So <laughs> antioxidants are actually little molecules that they boost the immune system by p- protecting the cells in your body from these things called free radicals. Do you remember those? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. So these free radicals, um, they're bouncing around in your body. So I want you to imagine like a pinball. And these free radicals are little pinballs, like in a pinball machine, and they're just bouncing around. Everything they hit, they can potentially cause damage to. So what the antioxidants do 
is they bind to these free radicals and these free radicals like a, a negative ion um I don't know if you remember what an ion is but or if our listen yeah but so the mm-hmm. antioxidants kind of it neutralizes it by giving it that like positive charge that it needs to stay be neutral um mm-hmm. and so it doesn't wreak havoc on you internally um does that kind of make sense yeah yeah. um and so with when you have free radicals in your body it when i say it causes havoc internally i mean free radicals can lead to cancer can lead to aging it can lead to all kinds of chronic diseases so those antioxidants help reduce the risk of you you know, aging before your time or developing cancer. Um, so they're so, so important. And you can find them in so many different types of food. Um, and it's important to know which foods those are and how much you're getting of those. Right. Okay. Very cool. So, well, thank you for that explanation. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm going to take my little, my little science <laughs> cap off. and. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Let's talk about another one that I just wanted to touch on quickly. Sure. I feel like a lot of people are probably familiar with this one. And again, this is something that you need to research and see if it's right for you on an individual basis, right? But you've probably heard of turmeric. Uh-huh. Turmeric. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The thing with this particular supplement, uh, first of all, let me tell you what it does. It can support your liver, liver health. It can aid in digestion. It can enhance brain function. And it's, a, it's really used to help fight inflammation. And it can also help regulate blood sugar. So again, this is something that you need to, to see if it's right for you, particularly if you have diabetes or have other blood sugar type issues. Um, you need to make sure this, is, this doesn't contraindicate anything else that you're taking. Um, but the thing that you want to look for when you're shopping for turmeric is to make sure, if you're buying the supplement, make sure that it contains black pepper. If it doesn't have the black pepper in it, you're not going to get a really good absorption rate with it. So it's kind of, I don't want to say it's pointless to use it because it's not, you're going to get a different flavor with your foods if you're cooking with it, right? But if you're taking mm-hmm. the supplement, definitely go for the black pepper in that supplement um, to get the most bang for your buck. Um, and I know that there's some other other ones that you wanted to talk about that you can cook with or take in the supplement form as well. Do you want to get into those? Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, these and these all the ones that I'm going to share are ones that I use on pretty much a day to day basis. Um, and they're probably going to surprise a lot of people. And um, so one of my absolute favorites and, you know, this very because I could sit there and just eat a whole jar of because it. it's one that I hate. <laughs> Um, ginger, ginger. I love ginger. I will eat it raw. I will use it in powdered form in my food, in like sweet dishes and savory dishes. Um, I just love ginger. Um, so ginger, you know, is a lot of people know it from like, you know, when you get sick, you have a ginger ale. So it, it does help with nausea. Um, but it's also what most of them may not know, a powerful anti-inflammatory. And of course it has a lot of antioxidant effects. Um, it can decrease muscle soreness. 
Um, and its anti-inflammatory effects can help with osteoarthritis. Um, yeah. So, uh, again, the nausea and chronic indigestion. So ginger is just amazing all around. I mean, whether you're having gut issues or, and when I say anti-inflammatory, um, when, so, you know, our internal organs or our muscle tissue, um, can get inflamed. And so what the ginger helps to do is to bring that inflammation down. So, you know, I mean, ginger, ginger is just magical and it tastes yummy. You can add it to quite a few things. And when I do make elderberry syrup, that's one of the ingredients I like to add is ginger. So it's even, you know, that much really versatile. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's, you're with the elderberry syrup, you're increasing, um, the potential. Yeah. You know, awesome. yeah. Um, garlic. I love that. Love garlic. I Me too. And I, I have no problems eating it raw. Like it's actually better for you to eat it raw versus cook because anytime you cook something, um, you know, fruit, vegetable-wise, you're actually cooking out, uh, you know, a lot of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so, it, I mean, if you can eat your vegetables and your fruits raw, that's the best way to go, or in their true form. Because, um, right. you know, when you juice a, like a, orange or an apple you're yeah you're getting the juice from it you're getting the liquid but you're missing a lot of the essential fiber that you're you know from the actual meat of that fruit right right correct so um but garlic so it's rich in vitamin c and vitamin b6 and those both contribute to um immune see now i can't even say the word (laughs) (laughs) To your immune defense by supporting uh, various cellular functions in the body. Uh, It also contains cancer-fighting characteristics that promote heart health. So it's good for your heart. It has lots of vitamin C, uh, vitamin B6. It also has um, manganese in it, too, which are all great for supporting um, your immune system. Perfect. So next, uh, raw honey. And mm-hmm. again, this is, you know, this is a household staple. I mean, I don't, oh, yeah. I honestly don't know of anybody currently that does not have honey in their house. <laughs> right, right. Somebody's uh, got a little bear sitting somewhere. <laughs> right. So, you know, honey is an excellent source of antioxidants. It's also an antibacterial and antifungal um, agents. So it helps to fight bad bacteria, which, Mm -hmm. you know, it so basically cleanses you from the inside out. Um, It helps with digestive issues. Um, When you have a sore throat, usually reach for that honey. Um, One thing I do want to touch on, because there may be a number of people that don't know this, but when I buy honey, I buy raw honey. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I buy raw honey, I don't just buy honey, is because 
with raw honey, it comes straight from the hive. So uh, now some, you also have to look uh, whether it's filtered or unfiltered. Um, but regular honey is pasteurized and it usually will contain some type of added sugar and mm-hmm. other ingredients. And you don't need that other stuff. You just want, I mean, honey is sweet enough by itself, right? It doesn't need added sugar. Um, okay. but you know, when they go through the pasteurization process, it basically in essence bleaches the honey. That's what I call it. Like same thing with like flour, it just bleaches it. Mm. So yeah. it takes all the good nutrients out of it. Um, in the, the cleansing process. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend getting raw honey and make sure you know where your honey is coming from too. Just like anything right. else, read the labels, know where your food's coming from. Um, cause it's really important. Our honey will either get it, um, from Trader Joe's HEB has some good ones. And then, um, local farmers that I know and trust. Right. So, and I always opt for the local stuff as yeah. well, um, which you can find at the grocery store. Yeah. Local. If you don't have a farmer's market or something like that. Yeah. But HEB, for those of you that are local in Texas, HEB has, it does have a good selection. And Trader Joe's. Yes. Trader Joe's, of course, um, has a really good selection. But HEB gets a lot of their honey from local um, farmers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Awesome and stuff. honey is another one that I like to add to elderberry syrup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it sweetens awesome. it up a little bit. And then again, it has the right. extra antioxidants and the, you know, the antibacterial properties. Um, so yes. that's definitely another plus. And the last one I wanted to talk about, this is one of my favorites too. I mean, I just add this to like all my sweet things, my favorite like post-workout treat has this uh, cinnamon. So, Mm -hmm. and again, this is another one where most people have it in their house. Um, Right. So cinnamon um, has, is extremely high substance with um, medicinal properties. It's loaded with the antioxidants. It also has anti-inflammatory properties and cinnamon mm-hmm. will lower your blood sugar level and has um, powerful anti-diabetic effects. So it could help for somebody that with diabetes, um, using cinnamon regularly can help keep your um, insulin levels under control. I'm not saying it's right. like the cure-all and all, like you right. can just take that and Get your insulin and take yeah. cinnamon. Yeah, no. No, but at, <laughs> don't yeah. don't do that. Take your insulin. But please. adding that to your foods, um, your beverages, it can I mean do wonders. Um, and that sometimes will be. Um, I usually don't add that one in my elderberry syrup, but I have tried ones with cinnamon in elderberry syrup. So, okay. Again, I mean, it just keeps coming. Now, elderberries, one thing I didn't touch on, elderberry syrup, is, it's still a newer thing. So they don't have a whole lot of research on it um, as far as, you know, is it the best thing out there? 
I mean, I take it and I think it is, but that's just my opinion. Um, um, what I've seen, how it affected me, how it's affected my family, how it's affected friends that I see taking it. Um, right. So again, like you had said, check with your doctor, um, make sure that, you know, the ingredients that it contains, if you have medical issues that you're allowed to have the ingredients that it contains. Yes, absolutely. Great point. Um, so there's a couple more that I wanted to touch on and these are really quick. We've actually talked about these in a previous episode, um, but I'll just mention them again, especially because we all have more time on our hands right now. Um, <laughs> right. Don't say I laugh, don't. but I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. So the importance of vitamin D, right. Um, and I know that if you're local here, the weather hasn't been the greatest, but you can still get vitamin D, even though you don't see the sun necessarily, um, just getting outdoors, reconnecting with the earth, getting some sunshine on your face does wonders for you. Um, and not just because we're stuck inside, but because of the way our society is now, most of us are indoors so much more than our ancestors used to be. Right. I mean, they were farmers and they were outside all the time doing manual labor and we're all working behind a screen under fluorescent lights all day long. So it's all the more important that you get outside and try to soak up some fresh air and that vitamin D when you can. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about, obviously, sleep. And I hope you're following along our Facebook page because we're going to be doing some other pointers and a couple little videos on the importance of sleep. And I'm going to share my nighttime routine soon so you can see what that looks like as well. Um, Sleep obviously is a necessity. It's, it's not something you can skimp on and say, oh, I'll make up for it next weekend. It doesn't work like that. Um, we need sleep for, you know, better brain function um, so we can operate better the next day. And this is where our bodies also heal and recover. So it's really, really important that we prioritize our sleep. And now we have the extra time. We're not as busy in the evenings. We're not running kids to and from practices and, you know, getting up at work for five o'clock in the morning and getting up at five o'clock in the morning and then working until 10 o'clock at night. We're just not. So prioritize it right now while you can and see what that does for you. And then obviously the, the last one is um, water. You need water for detoxification for your skin health, joint health, bodily functions. Um, you have to have water. Don't skimp on it. Um, and then uh, there's a couple other things that I think we wanted to get into really quickly, just some other foods that are great to boost your immunity with that you can cook with or just eat plain. And I'll just touch on those real quick. And if there's anything you wanted to add in, just jump in. Okay. okay? Um, so mushrooms, I love cooking oh, things with too. mushrooms, especially mushrooms and onions. Um, but button mushrooms specifically are really rich in B vitamins, riboflavin, niacin, which helps with a healthy immune system. Oysters contain zinc, which helps with immunity. I know those may not be super easy to get right now, but just something to keep in mind for the future. Um, watermelon is obviously really hydrating. Uh, wheat germ, you can use, you know, mix in your shakes or cook with or something. I admittedly don't do a lot with that, but it's there. Um, spinach, uh, sweet potatoes, broccoli, garlic, miso, pineapple, berries, kale, kiwi, mango, and so on. 
And then the last thing, I just love to share this fact and I tell people all the time because it blows me away and I'm kind of dorky, but that's okay. Um, we always think when, when somebody's getting sick, what's the first thing they, they try to load up on? Vitamin C. Right. I'm just going to eat a bunch of oranges. Yeah. I'm going to drink a bunch of orange juice, right? Uh-huh. Well, oranges are not as rich in vitamin mm. C as they used no. to be. Even like 30 years ago, I think it takes uh, like eight oranges to equal the same orange that it did 30 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. It's just insane well, to me. You're actually... And go people ahead. think orange juice is the way to get it. Right. No, it's not. That's just a cup of yeah. sugar. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I what blows me away, and this is something that I love, and I eat probably at least three to five times a week. Uh, you can always find them in my fridge. Is our red bell peppers? Mm-hmm. I love uh, red bell peppers. I do too, and I just eat them raw. Oh, toss me them too. In a salad or just munch on them. And a cup of those bad boys contains nearly three times more vitamin C than an orange. I'm not surprised. That's, that's crazy, right? Um, and they're also a really great source of vitamin A, which promotes eye health. So there's that. <laughs> Was there anything else that you wanted to add to that list? No, I mean, you, I mean, I could, I'm sure there's a couple more, but those are, I mean, those are all really good options um, for the people listening to either incorporate or pat themselves on the back because they're already eating them. (laughs) Um, I mean, I pretty much all of those things I eat on a regular basis. Well, maybe not so much the miso or the wheat germ, but everything, (laughs) everything else. I'm the oysters. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not an oyster girl. (laughs) I'm not either. I've tried them a couple of times and I'm like, I mean, they're not horrible, but eh, you know, yeah. But, the, you Whatever. know, there's other proteins you can get your zinc through, too. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I, and, and one thing you're really good about this, too, is um, hiding this stuff. So if some of these things that I read off or that you read and you're like, my kids or my family's not going to eat that, throw that stuff in a smoothie. Yeah. You can hide so much of that stuff in a smoothie. They won't. Oh, know. for sure. I do that all the time for my my four-year-old because he is like the pickiest either ever and he will not eat anything mm. green he I just barely got him to start liking broccoli but that's about it so mm. I stuff spinach and kale um in a smoothie with some bananas and pineapple and almond milk he's none the wiser uh, no no he thinks it's the coolest thing ever because it's a green smoothie I tell him the Hulk drinks the green smoothie that's how he's green yep. so well there you go <laughs> you're right so, hey, if that's if that that's works, awesome. then I'm I'm all about it. Oh my gosh, absolutely! I bribe my kids daily. No shame, <laughs> no shame, girlfriend. All right, I think that sums up everything I wanted to share today. What about you? Yeah, um, excited to share all of these favorites, and I hope that you guys enjoy them. Yeah, so make sure you're following along on our Facebook page at Beyond Fitness. Um, or if you're typing it in, use the little at symbol beyond fit Mel Brie, uh, if you have trouble finding us, because over the next week or so, we're going to be sharing some in-home tips and recipes and kind of our daily routines and things like that. So we would love to have you join us. And until next time, we'll catch you later.
Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.